of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you are about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. So let us pray. Father, we give you praise, we give you honor, we thank you for the privilege of coming into your presence, for the ever-presence of your Spirit and for the joy that we experience and the victory that we depart with. Here today in the name of Jesus, even as we get into your word, let there be deliverance of Mount Zion. Let your people, let your children possess again their possession. Let the hands that are dropping begin to be raised up in praises and joy. And let all the glory be yours. In Jesus' name we pray. For scriptures, I read from Ephesians chapter 6, from verse 10. You know, we started looking at the scripture from Thursday. And I read, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Since put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the wires of the devil. Hallelujah. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, having guarded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fairy deaths of the wicked one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayers and supplications in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Praise the Lord. Remember on Thursday we started looking at this and we were blessed with so much exposition as it were. But let me take it from verse 10 this time around. It says finally now that's like concluding the long discussion as it were. My brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Paul having taught all he taught in the book of Ephesians and you will agree with me that if you're looking for a book that concisely captures in the full sense, the revelation of Jesus' ministry, it is Ephesians. And so concluding it, he got to verse 10 of the last chapter. And I explained the word finally. And what will he see immediately after the same? Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Glory be to God in the highest. There is no problem. There is no struggle. There is no challenge. There is no trouble that we face as human beings that the power of God cannot handle. And if see, for him to be saying this, remember where he has said to us in the book of Ephesians in chapter 1, in his first prayers, his apostolic prayers to the church in Ephesus, hear what he says, that God will grant us the spirit of wisdom and revelation, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, glory be to God in the highest, so that we may know the hope of his calling, the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and the exceeding greatness of his power, exceeding greatness of his power, exceeding greatness of his power. You know, he was praying that we may know. What was he praying? He was praying that we already have this. This is done for us. And he was praying that we may know it. Our eyes will open to know it. Glory be to God in the highest. To us who believe, since according to the working of his mighty power, which worked in Christ Jesus when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places. Fire. 
far above. We want to know how enormous, how strong, how formidable this prize is. It he didn't just raise the Lord Jesus Christ from the dead. He lifted him and sat him far above. So nothing compares, nothing competes. There is no comparable force, no comparable power. Hallelujah. So when he says in verse 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He said, now, you know, this is available for you. Now you get into it. Now appropriate it. Glory be to God in the highest. So why will he say that? He says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wires of the devil. Stand against the wires of the devil. The schemes of the devil. Hallelujah. The tricks of the devil. See, the devil is very, very trickish. He's very, very cunning. He's a dangerous being. He never comes head on. He comes camouflaged all the time. And of course, he has his strength, his power, but nothing has compared with the power we have in Christ Jesus. I'm not just talking the power of God, the power that God has made available to us. Hence, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Again, that reminds me, Paul was praying for the Ephesian church in chapter 3, in verse 16 particularly, he says that, that God will grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit. To be strengthened with might through his spirit. To be strengthened with might through his spirit. Paul prayed that prayer. So for every victorious Christian is because the person has come to terms with a factor that it will be made available to you power in the spirit and you'll be strengthened in the spirit for everyone who has the influence of the spirit then you have what it takes to face and defeat the devil and so when he says be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might he's reminded us the fact that hey you're strengthening your inner man constantly by the spirit and how does he do that not according to some powers here on earth it is according to his riches in glory Somebody says, when God talks of his riches and glory, it's because there's nothing comparable with it here. For example, Paul says in Philippians 4, 19, he said, my God will supply all of your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. What does that mean? So the way God will supply, not according to any measure on earth, not according to the measure of any billionaire on earth that you want to talk about. There is nothing on earth that is comparable with what God has. And that's how your supplies will come. It will come according to God. We supply your need according to his riches. Somebody says, if you meet somebody that all he has is 10 naira and he tries to meet your need, he can't give you 10 naira. He will give you at most 5 naira. So it doesn't start to become poorer than you straight away. So according to the riches of the 10 naira worth man, you can only get 5 naira. But when it becomes according to the riches of God, glory be to God, you can begin to imagine. So here he says, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. So talking about the power of his might, the prayer of strengthening of our inner man by the Holy Spirit is according to the riches of God. So in other words, when I know that I know that I know that I'm strengthened, then I wonder what force will be strong and courageous enough to confront me. They only take advantage, as it were, of the ignorance of man. And that's why his first advice is, you be strong. Hallelujah. 
again if i remind you remember god talking to joshua the young man that was taken over from moses everywhere god will say hey now you be strong and be very courageous hey be strong and be very courageous why will he be saying be strong and be very courageous because god is saying hey 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 i am the one appointing you i am the one that was with moses i am the one that is with you see what i have done for moses i will do much more for you so now with this knowledge come on be strong what does that tell you he's saying that you have no reason to doubt your success you have no reason to doubt your victory because i am way 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 behind you i am standing behind you as a mighty fortress go in my strength hallelujah paul advised us finally be strong in the lord and the power of his might he now says put on the whole armor of god hallelujah that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil okay now it's getting clearer so you'll be strong in the lord and the power of his might and so put on the whole armor of god you can't be put on the whole armor of god and the devil will stand again i'm reminded of david facing goliath oh glory be to god in the highest when finally king saul agreed that david should go against goliath he took out his armor and he wore them on david but you see david could not move now that was the armor of man the bible said put on the whole armor of god guess what armor david put on to confront the goliath he said hey i'm not used to this let me use what i'm used to and they ran forward big stones with a fling in his hand can you imagine that what today we call catapult and they ran forward and that alone confused the enemy but here is where the power lies the enemy looked at him and said are you coming to me am i a dog they are coming to me with sticks and stones the truth is this right there and then he condemned himself but that's where i'm going today david replied say yeah you come to me with spears and javelin and shield but i come to you in the name of the living lord of hosts hallelujah you know what i'm saying i'm coming against you in the armor of god that armor will defeat any enemy are you hearing me so why is he saying be strong in the lord and the power of his might why is he saying put on the whole armor of god it says so that you can withstand or be able to stand against the lies the tricks the scheming the wise of the devil so anywhere he comes you will nail him glory be to god in the highest is somebody getting me it's like what pastor was saying i'm getting you prepared to get into your position to begin to take what is yours after all on Mount Zion there's taking possession of what is ours glory be to God in the highest and remember he whom the son that set free is free indeed hallelujah glory be to God in the highest so he said put on the whole armor of God in verse 11 that may be able to turn against the wires of the devil he says now he's going to spread out again clearer for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood hallelujah and that's why you need to be strong in the lord and the power of his might glory be to god and remember that's why this strength is according to his riches in glory it is the strength that comes by the quickening of the holy spirit it's a spirit thing hallelujah we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age hallelujah against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places glory be to god did you get that in other words we wrestle simply put life as you know it on earth is a struggle it's a fight 
Paul calls it wrestling. But we know that that was a metaphorical term to describe the struggle of life. And what he's saying clearly here is this. The struggle you go through, how be it in the physical, has a spiritual origin. Anyhow you look at it. As a matter of fact, every human problem has its root right in the spirit. Whether it is current or past. What about the future? It will still come from the spirit. You say, what do you mean by that? The Bible says we will be able to stand against the tricks, the schemes, the lies, the wires of the devil. Here Jesus in John chapter 10, the thief comes not and referring to the devil, except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. His threefold mission are all evil, killing, stealing, destruction. The sum of all the problems you will face on earth, the source is in the spirit. And the Bible is saying clearly to us from the letters of Paul, don't you ever think that your problem begins with man and ends with man. There are spirits that control men if the problems are coming from men. If the problems are coming from natural men, there are spirits behind them. I remember right now a news item on CNN. I mean, this is real life. Somewhere in the US, the tornado was coming and has leveled cities. And a woman was heard in her room, covered by the crew, speaking in tongues and commanding the spirit behind the tornado and saying you will not devastate my home you will not pass through my home and you're i mean documented you can go google it and to their amazement he came level everything around skewed her home and continued leveling what does that tell you oh it's ordinary tornado yeah there's a spirit behind it so do that convince you now that every human problem has its root in the spirit. And when the Bible tells us something, I think the time has come to begin to take it a little more seriously. Glory be to God in the highest. Amen. It says, we do not rest against flesh and blood. Hallelujah. And he now began to highlight the hierarchies of powers of the devil and his agents. Poof. Makunda Karanta Shatamurekesetia principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this age, spiritual host of wickedness <laughs> in heavenly places. That's in the atmosphere. In Acts verse 13, therefore you take up the whole armor. Glory be to God in the highest. Before I continue with that, let me just take you back to the time of Jesus and in the Gospels as it were. Every time Jesus is confronting problems, that humans have, you hear, I rebuke you, spirit of infirmity, spirit of death and dumb, the spirit of death. Doesn't that again confirm to you that these are all coming from the spirit realm? Remember the man again that was driven mad, lost control completely of his life and was living among the tombs and nobody could help, nobody could go near. He was crying at and day, crying for deliverance that would not come from anywhere, cutting himself with stones and all sorts. When he saw Jesus and ran to Jesus, 
talking about Jesus commanded the spirits to come out and for whatever reason I don't know maybe for our own education as it were he allowed them to talk because we can't be hearing him allow them to say anything when they started begging him that please don't cast us out they knew that the issue was not whether they would go out or not they will go out <laughs> say please don't let us go out so what do you want can you just let us go to his wine if that's your choice but I'm commanding now, come out of him. And before then, they got talking. He said, How many of you are there? He said, We're legions, you know, thousands of them, tormenting one man. Let me say it again. Every of a problem from the spirit realm. And the solution from here, oh my goodness. The Bible said, Pray. Pray how? To the Father, in the name of Jesus. The verse said that name, every knee shall bow. Come on. Every knee shall bow. So the solution, pray. So we see them, there are different hierarchies. And verse 13 now says, Therefore take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand if you are going to stand against them successfully. If you are going to withstand them, you have to take on the whole armor of God. So at this point, I want to quickly say this. Let there be no time in your life when you think you are helpless as a child of God. Number one, know that you are not alone. Know that the Spirit of God is ever present with you. Number two, know that when there is nothing left to do, there is still something to do. You can pray. No matter how back to the wall you may be, how end of the road we may think you now are, you can still do one thing. You can pray. So verse 14 says, Stand therefore, having guarded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace above all taking on the shield of faith with which you are able to quench all the fairy deaths of the wicked one and take the habit of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of God and with all this they are praying always so wait a minute so what we're we saying now we've been told of the fact that they are all spirits and number two then hierarchies then number three we have well prepared weapons and so we are asked to take on the whole armor to be able to withstand them so how do we launch our weapon you may want to ask we have all of them mentioned here we have the truth with which you gather waste we have the breastplate of righteousness we have the provision of the gospel of peace we have the shield of faith we have the helmet of salvation we have the sword of the spirit haven't taken them on to withstand how do we withstand how do you launch them prayer the bible says in verse 18 praying always so i want to take it to mean all these are lined up for you to use in doing one thing pray so no matter how difficult the situation may be no matter how confusing no matter how conclusive it may be there is one thing god expects you to do prayer you will come through you will break through you will overcome if only you will pray so now one is reminded of Luke in 18 1 where the Bible says Jesus began to teach to the intent that men ought always to pray and not faint men always ought to pray men always ought to pray not only when things are good even when things are bad remember somebody says the God on the mountain is the same in the valley he doesn't change so men always ought to pray if only men will know that the one thing that will bring you out of any situation is praying to God, calling out to God. I think we'll take it a little more serious. So we have all these lined up for one thing, to be able to pray. 
I said, if there's nothing else to do, there's always one more thing to do. Pray. If you cannot lift your arm, you can still say silent prayer in your spirit, man. If your legs are so heavy that you cannot move, you can still pray. Remember Jonah in the belly of the fish at the bottom of the sea? Who else was there? Who was the fisherman that was there? Any human being? The Bible said he prayed in the belly of the fish. God heard and deliverance come. If only men will always pray. Now we have been told that every problem you may have is spiritual. But the only way out, pray. And now we are told that prayer itself is spiritual. And I want you to understand there are no casual prayers. There are no praying for praying's sake. As a matter of fact, the moment it is called prayers, number one, it's clear. It is the dialogue between the son and the father. It is the call for help or an appreciation for favors given. There is nothing casual about it. And in the book of John, in chapter 4, verse 24, the Bible makes it clear to us. See, God is spirit. Now you understand. Now you are getting it. Uh -huh. God is spirit. And they that worship him, they that fellowship with him, they that commune with him, we only do so in the spirit and in truth. And so when all my problems are in the spirit, then I talk to God who is in the spirit. How? Through spiritual means. Then victory is mine. Glory be to God in the highest. So he prayed there and he got delivered in the name of Jesus. God answered and commanded the fish to move. And rather than becoming a regret, it accelerated his victory. He was vomited right in the place of the will of God, the shores of Nineveh, where he was finding it difficult to go. God is spirit. Now, Let's look at Jesus for a moment. The Bible says he was God of very God. The book of Philippians says that for him to identify with us, he had to offload himself of all his Godhood. He had to trust God as to share his Godhood. Come on, we call it the kinosis of Jesus. So the God of very God walked amongst us. The Bible says he was tempted in every way like we were tempted. He never committed sin. And that explains why he could substitute for us. But this is where I'm going. While he was here, in like passion, like us, you know what? The Bible said he constantly made time apart to pray. If Jesus, the God of very God, now demonstrating dominion on earth, will pray, what on earth will make Taiwo not to pray? Prayer is important is the key to victory for every believer. Men always ought to pray and not faint. The Bible says that before he chose disciples, he prayed. Hallelujah. The Bible says that the tomb of Lazarus, he prayed a very interesting prayer. After he had told them to roll away the stone, the Bible said he looked up to heaven and he said, Father, I thank you because I know you've heard me because you always hear me when I pray. Say, but you see, I'm praying for the sake of those who are here with me, so that may know that you have sent me. And having done that, he said, Lazarus, comfort, and the dead of four days came out jumping. Now, he could have done that without praying, but he was demonstrating to us how we can dominate and how we can live in victory on earth. Men always 
or to pray be strong against the lord and the power of his might take on the whole armor that you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil you see you are created for victory in the name of jesus so let me say this don't let it ever happen that you come to a place where you become so helpless that you can't even whisper a prayer if there's nothing else to do there's still one more thing you can do you can pray the bible says of paul and silas in the dungeon hands and faces talks as it were physically disarmed totally battered but their spirit man could not be bound but at midnight when no man will even hear talk less of coming to help but said they prayed and sang praises the result every chain was shattered every door flung open did you hear me every of a problem has a solution the solution is in your prayer a prayerless christian like we said on thursday is a defeated christian suffice then to say that you are strong only as your prayers you see i'm reminded of when i look back my growing up days my dad and my mom were so blessed but one thing we did every day in the morning we prayed in the night we prayed the prayer looked so routine to me they looked so routine and when they wake us up you know you kind of rebellious kind of no 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 i want to sleep a little bit more all this prayer and i remember when we gather to pray in the night because our evening prayer will be around 7 30 or so so our neighbors are i mean their children are still running around and so you're kind of a shy you don't want them to know you're doing something i didn't know that i was making a mockery of my power i didn't know that that was the source of their power and that would be the source of my power my whole life can you imagine i thank god for such a set of parents they showed us the Lord early in life. Again, remember Joshaphat. A statement he made. He said, God, this is a great army. We don't have what it takes to confront them. As a matter of fact, we don't even know what to do. But why was he saying that? He was saying that in prayers. Did God move? Oh, yes. I'm saying to someone here today, in the name of Jesus, either during the service or immediately after or thereafter, you will open your mouth and declare and God will answer you and you will return with the testimony in Jesus name so the Bible says praying always so let me now come back and look at this so when we talk about prayers but clearly from the scripture this, this prayer has components how do you pray there are weapons now let's look at that same verse 13 from the message version Ephesians 6 13 to 18 say be prepared you are up against far more than you can handle on your own yes far more than you can handle on your own say so take all the help you can get see this same phrase is therefore take on the whole armor take all the help you can get every weapon god has issued so that when it's all over by the shouting you will still be on your feet how take all the help you can get and what's the help is it truth righteousness peace faith salvation are more than words hallelujah learn how to apply them hallelujah <laughs> you will need them throughout your life God's word is an indispensable weapon did you hear that so when we hear therefore take on the whole armor they are specially dedicated weapon the best that you can have to confront the issues of life 
and they are all highlighted here so you can employ them in launching your attack in praying the only way you apply these tools the only way you launch these tools the only way you can make them effective in your life is prayers so I say again in the name of Jesus no matter the nature of your problem no matter how strong it is uh, uh -huh, there is health in Zion the Bible says his ears are inclined to the cry of the righteous the Bible says again this St. Paul writing to the Philippians he said worry yourself about nothing I mean nothing now do you hear me break that circle of worry in the name of Jesus worry yourself about nothing but by prayer did you hear that again by prayer did you hear that by prayer come on and supplication with thanksgiving say so now tell God what you need prayer still remains the most effective weapon of the righteous the writer of the book of James says the effect of having prayer of a righteous man availed much the man that has a relationship with God the man that knows how to pray lacks nothing if you think you have nothing that little you have will outlast whatever anybody has that is brandishing against you today prayer men always ought to pray and not faint so it says praying always with all prayers and supplications in the spirit hallelujah being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints again let me take you back to the times of Jesus here on earth the Bible says Jesus came out of River Jordan where he was baptized and he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted or tested the Bible says after 40 days or 40 nights of fasting without food without water of course he will be tired physically weak thirsty and hungry natural needs then the devil came to him at that time and guess what he said if you are the son of God now why will he say that because God just declared openly in an affirmation that you are my beloved son and you are well pleased and the whole of creation heard it including the devil so if you are the son of God which means you can create of course the Bible said all things were created by him and without him was nothing made that was made come on alright so if you are the son of God I can be this hungry why don't you turn stones to bread isn't that logical but there was a problem now the question is this was he tired yes was he hungry yes was he thirsty yes could he turn stones to bread yes so what's the problem the problem would be that if he turns stone to bread it would be at the devil's instance to be following the instructions and the words of the devil and guess how Jesus fought this battle and conquered what constitutes prayers in this instance with Jesus say it is written the word man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God so Jesus fought the battle there and they won so how do we fight let's look at these weapons one by one number one he says Therefore, take all the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil days and haven't done all to stand. For since you stand, therefore, haven't guarded your waist with the truth. Now, you talk of truth. John in 14 6 says, and quoting Jesus, said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So, in other words, 
God has concluded this for you in Christ Jesus. And he says, no one comes to the Father except by me. So how do you pray? We pray in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We have weapons here. Jesus himself said, in this same Gospel of John, he said, and when you pray, you pray to the Father in my name. And there's nothing you ask the Father in my name that he will not give to you. So the Bible said, guard your waist with truth. Say, have not put on the breastplate of righteousness. You talk of righteousness. 2 Corinthians 5.21, remember, says, For he made him, that is, Jesus himself was made, sin. Who knew no sin? Why? That we might become the righteousness of God in him. In other words, this is a weapon for us. The force of righteousness is such that we have a right standing with God. We can come boldly into his presence and to ask and to make demands and to solicit favor as it were. Romans chapter 5 verse 17 says, For if by one man's offense death reign through the one, much more those who have received the abundance of grace and the gifts of righteousness will reign in life. So you see what we are saying is this, all we have highlighted here in Ephesians 6 14, the weapons we have here, they are things that through his death and resurrection he has either made us or made available for us. So the knowledge of this and the constant remembrance of who we are and what we have will put the devil into trouble. Then of course he says, and having showed your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, First Thessalonians 5.23 says, now may the God of peace, hallelujah, the God you are talking to himself, who himself is a spirit, is the God of peace. So may he sanctify you completely. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Did you hear that again? Now, you're talking of peace. And let me just quickly say something here. You can hear Paul here saying, may your whole spirit, soul, and body. You hear us saying that all human problems have its root in the spirit. And you hear us say that God himself is spirit. And if you're going to communicate with him, it must be in spirit and in truth. Now, what does this tell you? You yourself, you are a spirit being. You only have a soul. You dwell in a body. So how do you communicate effectively to God in prayers? Your spirit communicating with the spirit of God. Now you can't get it. The devil, he says, do you see him in your eye? You only see him stealing, killing, and destroying. And that's why he attacks you seemingly invisibly. But no, not you anymore. The wise of the devil are not tricks you anymore. You are a spirit being and you know it. So you know yourself, you know who you are and what you have. And you know how to deal with him. You get into the spirit. Hallelujah. And your weapons are of the spirit. The word of God. The truth. Come on. The hymns of salvation. Come on. Everything is our spiritual weapons. Effective glory be to God in the highest. Amen. See, talking of peace. Romans 16, 20. says, and the God of peace will cross Satan under your feet shortly. Come on. You can't have this mindset and approaching God in prayer or rather confronting the devil in a contest and not know that you are going to win. First, the devil will understand that you know him. You have discovered his secret. There's no hiding place of a necessity. The only result will be for him to be get crushed 
as it were and the god of peace will cross satan under your feet shortly the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you all amen glory be to god in the highest above all say take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fairy deaths of the wicked one you know what fairy deaths are you know what that's are they throw it from a distance he can't get to you he can't get at you but he tries to aim at you from a distance glory be to god he said the shield of faith will quench it hallelujah you're talking about faith mark 11 22 23 24 remember this was where jesus had cursed the victory and it has dried up by the following day and they were asking what happened so jesus said to them he said you have faith in god you talk of faith faith is just the crossover with which you get everything that god has made available to you and if you go further down he now says to them in verse 23 he said if you say to this mountain be thou removed and be cast into the sea and you don't have a doubt in your heart but believe that those things which you say will come to pass say you will have what you say you talk of faith verse 24 says therefore i say to you whatever things you ask when you pray whatever things you ask when you pray it says believe that's faith that you receive them and you will have them you cannot pray without faith these are all what the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ has made available to you. These are the things he's made you and made available to you. So come on, bring them on and face the devil. You will win any day, any time in the name of Jesus. Mark 9.23 says, quoting Jesus, say, if you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. And that says, and you take the helmet of salvation verse 17 and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god hallelujah remember the jailer in ephesus in the book of acts chapter 16 where paul and silas were jailed when he woke up thinking that all the prisoners had escaped but none of them had gone anywhere you know why they were saved what saved them Paul and Silas prayed hallelujah <laughs> and everybody was saved everybody was free no chain no doors no gates no barricade nothing and when he would kill himself Paul cried out to him from the darkness hey don't do that everybody's here he couldn't believe it and by the time he saw for himself he suddenly realized that he that should be the jailer was now the prisoner because everyone that he was taking charge of was free. He was one that was bound in his heart. He was one that was about to kill himself. Then he has a question. He said, what must I do to be saved? Then Paul and Silas said to him, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Hallelujah. You and your household. What are we saying? What is the tool here? The helmet of salvation salvation is an assurance of a breakthrough is an assurance of victory glory be to god in the highest and of course talk about the sword of the spirit john 15 7 says if you abide in me and my words in you you will ask what you desire and it shall be done hallelujah my words have been given to you my words are yours use them Isaiah 5 11 says, So shall my word be the going out of my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things for which I sent it. So you can see that there is a methodology to this prayer. This prayer has a content. This prayer is 
based on the finished work of Christ. So we cannot come into the presence of God and not get results. We cannot confront the devil as it were and not get results. And let me quickly say one more thing to you. Right here you see, he said that you will be able to withstand the devil. So there are some prayers that we are not pleading. When you come to God the Father, come to God the Father in the name of Jesus. There's reverence. Did you hear me? There is reverence. We don't command God. But there are prayers that we just confront the devil by issuing command. In the name of Jesus. I say, take your hand off. I said, devil, you know you have no right here. I bind in the name of Jesus. I say, take your hand off. There are some prayers we do like that. Verse 18 says, praying always with all prayers. Did you get it? Always with all prayers and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. Hallelujah. So we're praying with all prayer and it is in all prayers that I began to tell you that there are different forms of prayer. There are prayers of command. Hallelujah. And there are prayers with reverence to God. Glory be to God in the highest. And there are prayers of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. The only way we pray, we have tools ready made for us through the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Remember, it says praying always with all prayers and supplications in the spirit that you've been talking about, the tool of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, etc. Yes, they are all of the spirit. Jesus said that what I speak to you, they are spirit and they are lives. Glory be to God in the highest. And besides, there's another dimension. And in Romans 8.26, it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. So a lot of times we think we have prayed fervently. But the Bible says, we are still mortal men. We have weaknesses. And sometimes we think we are praying everything we know how to pray. But the Spirit knows the heart of the Father. And He knows exactly what the yearning of our hearts are. And so the Spirit takes hold with us. And look at this. The Spirit does not do what you don't want to do. So when you begin to pray, He comes in to assist you to pray. And that's why man always ought to pray. Man ought always to pray. And not faint and not fail, and not fall, and not become cowardly. The truth is this, you will finish well in the name of Jesus. You are created an overcomer. Yours is an overcoming life in the name of Jesus. Now, the truth again is, your part in this shall be like a shining light. That's what the Bible says, of the righteous. I can only shine ever brighter in spite of the lies of the devil in the name of Jesus. Can't you see now that God has set you up for an unusual life? Can't you see that your life is never a life in vain? Can't you see that when it looks like there's nothing else to do, there's still something to do? Can't you see now that you are never stuck? Even from now on, you are going forward in the name of Jesus. Men always ought to pray and not faint. Every tool you need, the best, the most formidable has been available to you through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross and his resurrection and besides you are well positioned you have a vantage position to always win and the spirit takes hold with you you have everything you need I see you winning the rest of your life I see you shining like a star 
I see you standing in your high places. I see forces find it totally impossible to cover you again. I see you not just being blessed, but becoming a blessing of eternal generation. It is well with you in the name of Jesus. Why don't we start praying straight away? That's right. At least the one thing left, if there's nothing, pray. Why don't you pray? Father, we give you praise. Father, we give you honor. Thank you for all on the platform today and all that will still come to be part of this message. We thank you because indeed you will quicken them by your spirit in their inner man. Not according to anything this world can offer, but according to your riches in glory. That they will rise up again and declare your faithfulness in the land of the living. Put the devil on the run and become blessings to generations. Father, we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, it's a custom here to make sure that anybody that comes to his presence doesn't go the way they came. So if you are seeking your body, we rebuke that infirmity now in the name of Jesus. The Bible said, by his stripes we have been made whole. So I declare and I decree, be made whole in the name of Jesus. Rise and be healed. Please again write us. We'd like to share your joy. Any testimony you have, please let us know. We know God is touching many lives. We've been receiving testimonies, cause of them. Please write us. If you don't want us to make mention of it, we will not. If you want us to use it to encourage others, we will. And yet you want to be anonymous, we will respect that. But we would like you to write us. May the joy of the Lord never stop bubbling in your life, your home, your marriage. Yes, your marriage. And all your endeavor. that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.